Hey there, firm owners. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you get one actionable lesson each episode to help you quickly scale a systematic firm that improves your lifestyle. In today's episode, I want to reflect a bit on the things I wish I would have done differently as a first-time accounting firm owner. And the reason why I want to share these with you is because these things I wish I would have done differently are the very things I see happening to first-time firm owners over and over again. Hopefully, you can use this episode to help you avoid these issues so that you can build your firm better and faster. Without further ado, here are the five things that I wish I would have done differently running my firm. The first thing I wish I would have done differently would have been to delegate more. I held on to way too much for way too long, even until the very end of running my firm. Yes, my firm grew quite quickly, and yes, I think I had a pretty good team structure in place by the end of it, but it probably would have grown more quickly had I done a better job delegating. For instance, I held on to the sales role until the very end where I negotiated every new client deal. But actually, this side of things could have been delegated. The reason I know this is because when I transitioned my firm over to the buyer, I had to delegate every single thing I was doing and it was an eye-opening experience. Every little thing I did at the firm was delegated and only at that point was I able to see at how much I was hanging on to. The issue of not properly delegating is a core issue for so many firm owners I see. They're involved with all areas of the business when in actuality they can hire and delegate for the vast majority of what they do. And this is often what holds back their firm and causes them to work so much. If you're looking for a good resource on this topic, check out the book, Who Not How by Dan Sullivan, which I think many firm owners will find interesting. The second thing I would have done differently would have been to better educate myself when it comes to hiring and managing people, especially in the early years. I came into my first business with no experience whatsoever in this area, and when I needed additional help at the firm, all I did was put out a job posting for what I thought I needed and then hired someone that felt right. I also had no clue how to manage that person either. In the end, that hire wasn't a good fit and left shortly after being hired. Same with the few others that came right after. I learned the hard way that I needed to get better at crafting job posts, at implementing a recruitment process, at assessing candidates, and at better managing them once they're on board. All of these things I learned the extremely hard way. There's no bigger step back in your business and no bigger amount of time wasted from hiring the wrong person. You will never be able to fully eliminate this from happening, but you can greatly reduce this area of things if you're educated at what you should be doing. When it comes to resources you can lean on with respect to getting better in this area, I have a number of podcast episodes and blog posts on this subject that provide actionable guidance, and I also have full-blown trainings in my Future Firm Accelerate program, which I think are top-notch. The third thing I wish I would have done differently would have been to start my business with the end in mind and craft my business around those objectives instead of just blindly jumping in. I've spoken about this quite a bit that I believe your business should be built around your personal goals of what you want to achieve in life. I like to envision what your perfect life would look like, which is the end goal, and then build a roadmap to help you get there. 
Practically all firm owners I see, myself included, just jump into their firm without any plan or without any consideration of their end goal. They have a vague idea that they want better than what they had at their previous job or company, but they just jump in, start accepting any kind of clients, and eventually it snowballs into some big monstrous mess that's not even close to meeting their personal objectives and is far off from what they want their ideal life to look like. The solution is to engage in simple strategic planning to clarify what you really want your perfect life to look like and then reverse engineer the path to get there. I call this your firm's roadmap. And once again, I have a number of podcast episodes specifically dedicated towards this. Plus, I teach how to create your own in my Future Firm Accelerate program. Without a roadmap, you just won't be taking the optimal path to get where you want to go. The fourth thing I wish I would have done differently would have been to not set my prices so low in the early days. Some might know that my initial pricing was extremely low at the outset, practically an unlimited service for $150 a month where I literally gave it all away. I lacked the confidence, I lacked the experience, and I lacked the know-how for how to actually price my services. That's when I started reading about Ron Baker and more on pricing theory, and this was an absolute game changer for me. Many, however, have been pricing low not just in the early days, but well into their firm. And it means that you're doing too much for too little. Often the ones that are the busiest in their firms are also the ones that have a big pricing problem. Again, I would have probably sought out some kind of resources on how to set prices before I actually tried doing it myself. Luckily, today there are a bunch of resources that you can find to help you out. This is such an important part of your business, so make sure you're seeking the proper assistance here. Check my blog, my podcast, or my step-by-step trainings inside Future Firm Accelerate for help in this area. And the fifth and last thing that I wish I would have done differently would have been to try a bit harder to seek outside help. Looking back, I just didn't make a big enough effort to seek out resources from those that have been there, done that, to help me avoid mistakes and to accelerate growth. In my defense, I don't think there were a ton of options at the time when I started my firm to show me how to grow the kind of firm I wanted to grow. I recall that I would search the web for similar firms and there really weren't any except for some in Australia. And I recall stumbling upon Guy Pearson of Ignition who was still running his firm at the time. I had reached out and asked for some advice and he was very gracious to provide it. But I wish I would have done more of that because there's no point in going through all of this yourself when there are resources from those that have been there, done that to help you through challenges. I recognize the importance of that today and at any given time, I have at least one or two coaches by my side depending on the challenges I'm going through. For instance, when I launched my Future Firm Accelerate program, I had never run an online membership business before, so I engaged a coach who had previously done that and was able to leverage his resources and pick his brain whenever I was looking for a quick direction. And now with Future Firm Accelerate established a year and a half later, I have another coach to manage other aspects of the business that are challenging for me at the moment. Firm owners tend to have this kind of mentality that they can just weather the storm on their own or that they'll magically have some free time later down the road to improve the things that are causing issues, but usually that's just an illusion. As such, I think this point is highly applicable to many and you could always check out episode 48 of this podcast, which touches on my six favorite accounting communities that you can lean on to provide some outside assistance if you're not looking for a dedicated coach. So there you have it, 
the five things I wish I would have done differently running my firm. I do think these are highly applicable to most, so definitely don't fall into the same traps I did. That's all for today. Hopefully you found this episode helpful and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care.